everyone. Welcome back to the Speak Out Loud podcast. We are so glad you're joining us today, and we're so glad to be recording again. Yes, we are. We have missed you guys. Um, we've missed getting to um, just get feedback from you to know we're going in the right direction with Speak Out Loud. And also, part of Speak Out Loud is that it brings me a lot of encouragement and hope to um, be able to share all God's doing in our lives and how he's just taking care of us and blessing us so, so much in the midst of our journey with mental illness. So it's a source of hope for us, and it's a source of hope for others. And that's our mission of Speak Out Loud, is to provide hope and encouragement for those who struggle with mental illness and for those who love and support them. If you're new to Speak Out Loud, if you've not heard our episodes before, that's our purpose, and that's our mission. That's and right. Stacy, most of all, that's our story. That's right. And so we would love for you to go back and maybe check out some previous episodes and you can go all the way back to all the way back to the pilot if you want, mm-hmm. and really hear just kind of a detailed couple episodes about our story, our journey, and then over these last several years now, we've been doing a lot of talking to friends, guests, professionals, blending in Stacy, your journey, our journey through this illness and through this struggle. And I think our our hope is that as we are authentic and bring in people that can provide a lot of insight and a lot of knowledge and a lot of resources that through that, we're, we're meeting a need and also accomplishing what we're setting out to do. Uh, we're being, beginning our third year. I don't <laughs> realize and think that uh, we might have realized we would have been doing this three years in, but we are, and that's exciting. We are. We are here. We are doing this. <laughs> and hopefully, you can tell maybe a little bit different sound to the Speak Out Loud podcast. I sure hope so, people. <laughs> we were really blessed to uh, be able to upgrade uh, some of our recording equipment uh, these last few weeks coming out of yes. the holidays. Mm-hmm. And I was just telling Stacy, I said, no matter what happens in our recording session tonight, I am feeling really good about myself because I figured out how to hook this up. <laughs> and uh, we're, we're recording now. It seems to be recording. We'll, we'll know in a little while if I actually recorded this episode or not. Yeah, the soundboard looks like um, a Christmas tree. And it also looks like you might be part DJ. So I'm That's pretty right. impressed, Doug. I think this new equipment will give me an opportunity to have a another side hustle mm-hmm. and become a DJ. Yes. And most everybody that knows me would probably think <laughs> I could be really good at as a DJ. <laughs> if we could play a blend of uh, 80s pop music that was in our, uh, our wheelhouse growing up, maybe, mm-hmm. uh, we might have a shot, but I'm not sure. When you say pop, it sounds like we are super old. Well. Just... 80s music. There you go. We you might know, edit that out. An 80s playlist. That's right. You know, 80s let's playlist. say it like that. Okay. Let's do that. So I probably will not have a second career, third career as a DJ, but it's always good to have options. Mm-hmm. You never know where I might turn up. That'd be a lot of fun. Yes, it would. So, hey, if you're new to the Speak Out Loud podcast, and if you're new to our story and learning about uh, who we are, what we do, just a real brief synopsis. Stacy and I are married. We've been married almost 30 years, celebrating our 30th anniversary not too long after this uh, episode comes out. Right. So it's mm-hmm. coming up, and we're excited about that, and we're extremely thankful for that and what God has done in our lives, but also where God has really, where he's brought us from and brought us to is probably the biggest part of the story. Mm-hmm. Stacy, just a real quick synopsis maybe for those that are new listening mm-hmm. uh, and may not have a chance to go back and listen to a previous episode or our pilot to kind of catch up on our story. This has been a really long journey for you. You've yeah. really had a, a number of battles with chronic mental illness for many years. Mm-hmm. Um, it has shaped our lives in many ways. 
you have had several uh, hospitalization experiences. Yes. Which we are thankful for. Mm -hmm. We can point to and say they have saved your life. Yeah. And so we're extremely thankful for, for those people, that group in your life, and, and your commitment to ongoing recovery. And you're still in ongoing recovery. Mm -hmm. And so what we feel like we can do is share out of Stacy's you know, story and struggle, but also you know, our role, my role, and uh, using, I like to use the word carrying hope or the phrase carrying hope for our family. We have two young adult daughters now in their mid-20s, and you know, they've, they've been a big part of this too. Oh, yeah. I think that something that I felt you know, along the way has been my role is to how can I how can I lead us to hope? But I will say many times, and you'll hear this throughout, there's a lot of hard-learned lessons, probably learned the hard way. And if you go back and hear some of our previous episodes, you'll hear it as, as we share. There's a lot of things that I didn't do right, we didn't do right, and that I think have, have maybe given us something that we can share to help point people in a little bit of a different direction. I summed it up the other day. Somebody was asking me, actually, well, what's your podcast about? And one of the things, I mean, the best summary is mm -hmm. when we started this journey, there weren't a lot of resources available. Right. Certainly things that we had access to, uh, maybe we just didn't know about, but but certainly things, I think there just wasn't as near as much openness about discussing mental health, right. mental illness. And at the same time, there just weren't things out there you could tap into. Right. And so one of the mm -hmm. things I know we really strive to do is to share information, share hope, share resources, things that we wish we would have had. Mm -hmm. And so hopefully that meets a need. Hopefully if that is speaking to you, whether it's your, your journey with mental health and mental illness, or if you love someone that's on that path and on the, in that struggle, um, we want this to be for you. What I want to do is just... Um kind of pipe in real quick and just kind of be a little more specific so that you can know if you're in the right place or if you know um, just from the get-go that um, some of my diagnoses are around eating disorder. Like um, I've struggled with chronic anorexia uh, for about 30 years, maybe a little longer at this point. It feels like a lot longer most of the time, but also with uh, some anxiety uh, pretty bad. And that's one thing that does affect my eating and then also depression, and it's a chemical imbalance type of depression. Um, I know there are a lot of different realms of depression, but that's what mine is. So um, then also something new for us to kind of start talking about that we're going to really dive into in the next episode is a borderline personality disorder. And that's a lot of words because it's kind of got a broad definition, and we're going to go into that in the very next episode. So I hope that you will listen into that. What we never want to do is tell you what you've got, what's wrong or what's right and all that kind of stuff. We are not professionals. We are just walking this journey, sometimes dragging, sometimes at a pretty good pace. And uh, we don't wait for me to be in a great place or in a pretty much steady place for us to just keep walking out, speak out loud. I think in our lowest times, in my lowest times, it really helps for us to record. It helps for me to write. It helps for me to just do anything I can and be honest about it, not pretend that I'm somewhere I'm not, and uh, just keep, keep it walking it out and hoping that that will encourage other people to do the same. So, I think that's yeah. great to say that, Stacey, is, is two things that I think are unique and also important. One is that you are in the midst of this journey. This mm -hmm. is not a been there, done that story. And 
you're in the middle of it. Right. And so I think we came to a place several years ago where we decided, um, you know, we don't have to, to reach a point of completion to be able to look back and to share hope, to share encouragement, and, and really to come alongside people that may be on the same journey. Maybe we're just a few steps ahead of where you are, or maybe you're ahead of us. But, but if we can help provide some encouragement mm-hmm. and point the way, I think that's one of the things that, that really is the heart of Speak Out Loud. Yeah, and we really had to think through that and pray through that because we are just like you. We like a happy story. We like um, results, and uh, we like to be able to say this is what happened, and and this is where we are now, and we have you know, just that's a distant memory, but that has not been our experience, my experience in, in the path that God has me on. And so, um, I hope that you'll be able to also find comfort in that and just know without a doubt that just because it may not look like what you thought it was going to look like, what you thought your mind was going to be like, perhaps your, uh, relationship with food looks like, or anything like that. I want you to know that, that that's okay that's okay. And we want to help comfort you in that. We are by no means wanting to say, this is where we want to stay. God is an active God and we want to keep moving forward, but we also don't want to be um, ungenuine, disgenuine, and not tell you the truth. And so some of it's pretty raw and then some of it, we get to share the joys. And sometimes we uh, tell you that Things may be at a standstill and that things need to keep moving and ask you for prayer just as we pray for you. So anyway, that's who we are. I am so much more than all these diagnoses and um, I'm thankful for that. But maybe you feel like possibly that you're buried under that and that you know that there's more to you, but maybe you've just forgotten really how to find that. We want to help you with that because I'm also a child of God and that trumps everything. (laughs) So Anyway, we just wanted to, to kind of give you a little bit of a preface as we dive back into this season. Also, just to let you know that we talk about suffering in general as well. So if you don't have one of these things in common with me, it's okay. It's all right. Um, I think you'll still find some really special ways to um, identify with us and want to come along in our journeys. Well, Stacy, why don't you share where the name Speak Out Loud comes from and why sure. we chose to call not only the podcast, but but everything that you do, Speak Out Loud. Sure. Uh, we have a website with that name, Speak Out Loud. You can find it at speakoutloud.me. Right. And it also has an about section. Mm-hmm. It has uh, a number of things on there. Your writing, uh, speaking opportunities, as well as access to the podcast. Right. But, but just... Real briefly, why do you why did we choose to call it this? Sure. Well, Speak Out Loud is opposite of what I did for many years with anorexia. Um, I let the eating disorder speak for me, and um, basically, I was letting my body just scream. I'm I'm upset. I'm scared. I don't understand what's going on. Once I started getting help, I could put some words to. Th- to what I was feeling and going through, not only with food, but just emotions and, and depression and just all the things. And so when we were talking about, and God was really putting together ways for us to start the nonprofit Speak Out Loud, it was just what came to my mind over and over and over again. Um, I'm not going to um, let anorexia, mental illness, all the things silence me, but I want to use this avenue to basically just bring hope and to speak out about what so many people don't know how to talk about. I want to put words to 
what it's like and what we go through and and what my experiences are on a daily basis, really. So Speak Out Loud is where that came from. That's great. I appreciate you sharing sure. that. And it also ties into a, a verse from the, the Bible, which you which you share many times, mm-hmm. uh, which has really become your life verse. Mm-hmm. It's become uh, kind of the core scripture passage behind Speak Out Loud, which is Psalm 118.17, which says, I will not die but live, and I will proclaim what the Lord has done. And I think, Stacey, that, you've really taken that on as your life message, mm-hmm. probably because mental illness has tried to take your life. And I would yeah. say... There have been times where you probably felt very close to to death in some respects. Oh, yeah. Like, I can't keep doing this. I can't mm-hmm. move, keep moving forward. And, and also from my perspective, mm-hmm. you know, one of the things that we find is that for so often the biggest barrier maybe for, for loved ones, for, for friends, for those outside to provide encouragement, to provide help for those that they care about, that they're friends, their loved ones that are struggling with mental illness, mm-hmm. The number one thing we hear is, well, I don't know what to say. Right. And so, so often, I don't say anything at all. Right. Because we're afraid of saying the wrong thing. And I, and I think Absolutely. I've been guilty of that oh, me many, too. many times. Me too. Not just in this arena, but in other arenas. Oh, sure. We hesitate because we're unsure of ourselves. We don't know what to do or say. And I think oftentimes, though, for the person struggling or for their family, it can feel like rejection. It can right. feel like isolation. It can feel like nobody cares. And so I think it's so important for those around someone struggling, whether it be a family member or just a friend or whatever context that may be, right? to, to understand and maybe how best to provide help, hope, and encouragement. Mm-hmm. And so from my perspective, too, we would say it's so important to speak out loud, to not stay silent. That's right. One of the, I think, powerful aspects of mental illness is the sense of isolation. Yeah. If you struggle, you, 100%. you, you deeply feel isolated. Mm-hmm. You feel alone. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think so often we want to share that message, you are not alone. Right. You are not alone in this journey. You're not alone in this struggle. And, and if it's this podcast, at least sharing that. But two, we want to help you know how to help others not feel alone. How to not feel like, they're walking this journey by themselves and they are isolated. Sure. And while we don't want to put words in your mouth, we do want to help you articulate either what you're going through or how to respond to what someone else is going through. Sometimes you just need to learn a certain vocabulary or vernacular in order to not dig deeper and then you know how to get out of. And so that's part part of why we do this. It's just just Friday. This is, you know, we're in the middle of another week, but just Friday I was just like, I was just feeling so low. So when you were like, okay, it's time for us to start recording again for the podcast, it just gives me another thing to look forward to in a very full, wonderful life that I have, but a mind that is absolutely mean, that uh, seeks to really destroy anything that's good. There's purpose in our pain. There's purpose in our struggle. And I know, Stacey, that's a big purpose for you Mm -hmm. is to, in any context, but in our context, to be able to turn around and to provide hope and help to somebody else. That's right. And and that definitely is a big part of not only it's it's not just all giving away. You're mm. you're receiving just encouragement and power in your own recovery. Right. So hey, let's jump in. We did this several months ago. Right. At the beginning mm-hmm. of the fall, mm-hmm. we had taken the summer off from recording and just to kind of get back into the swing of it and also to as a way to help people give an update on our story where we are. We did five questions. We asked each other five questions. We didn't necessarily go over all the answers with each other ahead of time. 
Right. But we didn't know what the questions were. So <laughs> we're going to ask, I'm going to ask you several questions and I'll also jump in and answer some of these also. But since we last did a podcast, since we last recorded, mm-hmm. Stacy, you had a really neat opportunity and that you were one of the keynote speakers for the Women of Merit Conference, which was here in the greater Oklahoma City area, mm-hmm. uh, back really right at the beginning of the holiday season in November. Right. And just maybe one or two things out of that that was really meaningful for you, really special or, or something that you got to experience that you'd want to share. Right. I feel like one of the main things that was really impactful to me about getting to be a part of just all these women who are just seeking to know how to serve God and know him more was that I'm not where I thought I would be at my age, 50 something, (laughs) but I am where God knew I would be at my age. And I was looking out at the women as I was talking and and everything and and speaking to them and, and trying to encourage, but but also just refer them back to scripture time and time again um, in the truth that God has in the word for us. I just kept seeing women shaking their head and nodding their head like, yes, I get it. I, I may not be struggling with what you struggle with, but that does, that's, doesn't even matter in this moment. The thing that matters in this moment is the fact that I'm suffering, you suffer, And that you don't have to walk it alone and that God provides community. And I was talking within a community at that time. And it was just amazing. I love to take as long as it takes to sign books and and really hear from the person and the people who come up to, you know, um, perhaps meet me and I get to meet them, which is so exciting for me. I want to be able to look people in the eyes and just go, you know what, I see you, but most importantly, God sees you and share a little bit with me about what you're going through. Not like I can change all of that, but the Lord can walk with you through that and just, just have a point of identification with them. And it's just amazing how open people are when you're open with them. And I think a lot of people right now are really ready to go there. Um, More specifically, tell you what they're going through and be really brutally honest about it because they're scared and they don't want this for the rest of their life. I don't take what people tell me lightly. And once I've met you, I'm going to pray for you forever. So that was really cool. A couple of days after the conference, Um, I was at something that my church puts on for the adoption ministry, and a lady walked up behind me. It was really crowded, so I was just kind of muddling through the crowd of of a lot of women. (laughs) A lady came behind me, and she kind of tapped me on the shoulder. Hey, I was at the conference a few days ago that you spoke at here in the city, and she said, I brought a friend with me. I took a chance, and I brought a coworker with me who's really been struggling. She's been struggling with suicidal tendencies and attempts, and that— always makes my heart just sink because I know those moments of darkness and the tunnel vision that feel just so absolutely scary and like that's the only option you have. And she said what she came away was with was this, which was so humbling for me. She said, if Stacy can fight all day every day, then I can fight all day every day. I went to my car after the after the event and I just was like, God I just can't thank you enough for helping me to say my truth and be here to do that. I just don't take that for granted ever that I get to be here to do that. And so God just, 
sometimes you just have to say yes and and let him go with it. That was a really powerful affirmation. Yeah. Just the impact that you had. But I think one of the things that really struck me, Stacy, was how many women at the conference afterwards came and spoke to you. And I could almost see, it was almost visible. You could see just a weight taken off of their shoulders because mm-hmm. when you spoke about your, your challenges and your, your struggles with mental illness and the journey you're on, and you didn't hold back. You talked about some of the really dark, low moments and some of the things that are very hard, even, even to this day. Mm-hmm. But yet how God, uh, his grace, his love, and his power how those things are sustaining you and carrying you mm-hmm. and bringing you along through this journey. It, it almost gave them a freedom I could sense that um, we can talk about this in this context. We can talk about this at a, at a women's ministry conference. We can talk about this in church possibly. And, and where I think many of them had, had felt like they always had to keep this private or, or unspoken. It, it almost now I sensed, I could just see that it was, it was releasing some people to say, okay, you can share about this. You're not going to be rejected. You're going to be loved. You're going to be cared for. And and certainly God doesn't reject you. And his family, his body's not going to reject you either. Exactly. And you may have your story to share. And it doesn't mean that you have to get up in front of 100 people, whatever it may look like. It may just be you being able just to say to your family, you know, I've been struggling and now I'm doing better or um, be able to tell somebody in your community, we have felt I'm called to, that we're called. But by the same token, um, that's, don't be afraid. <laughs> you can, yeah. I think that's a great message. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to tell your story just to one person. Yeah. Don't be afraid to share. We're always, I think as you share your story, Stacy, we're always amazed at, at just the impact it has. And I think the other point that's so important is that while certainly you love speaking opportunities and we'll take as many of those as come our way. At the same time, it's about the one. It's about the one, whether that's through this podcast, through a personal encounter over a cup of coffee, uh, in, a, in an audience that, that speaks with you afterwards, that reads your book, Stacy. any of those things, we know it's about the one, about the one life that's being helped and encouraged and changed possibly. So Stacy, speaking at Women of Merit was... Early in the holiday season, really right. pre-holiday season, it was mm-hmm. a few weeks before Thanksgiving, and um, we didn't record during Christmas or Thanksgiving this year. We took most of November and December off, right. and so we know this. We know that while there's a lot of great things about Christmas, mm-hmm. we love Christmas, we love Thanksgiving, our daughters were able to be home with this for quite a bit of that time, which yeah. is, is a great gift to us, and we it's love everything. that. Yeah. And so we just had, you know, we, we had a lot of fun, mm-hmm. um, and we had a lot of things to celebrate, both for, through Thanksgiving and with our church at Christmas time, and, and just some really meaningful experiences. We were able to be with your family quite a bit over New Year's weekend, so just really a number of highlights. But we also know that the holiday season can be really difficult mm-hmm. for many people for many reasons. Maybe someone's experienced loss this last year or loss in the past. But also we know that that for those struggling with mental illness, the holidays can be difficult. Sometimes it's because of just there are so many expectations around this being, oh, it's the best time of year. But if you're struggling with anxiety or with depression and, and the thought of maybe being around a lot of people who may not understand what you're going through, it can be really difficult. And just like we said earlier, mental illness is isolating. 
And, and so it can end up being a lonely time of year for many people. So with that kind of preface and said, and, and knowing what a lot of people go through, um, Stacy, what would you say was the hardest part of this past holiday season for you as you're living out, kind of living with mental illness? Yeah. I think that if you're listening and you do struggle with mental illness uh, or even like seasonal depression or anything like that, um, or with food um, in any extreme way um, on either end of the spectrum, that you know that your mind does not care that it's a holiday. <laughs> and just like any more than it would care if you're on vacation, it still can be so difficult to manage and temper and everything like that. So I would say that sometimes was really hard to realize that my daughters and my husband are right with me and we're watching a movie or we're going for a walk or we're eating out someplace really fun, different things. And, and I can just feel in my throat like I'm going to cry so much. And that just tells me sometimes how powerful mental illness can be. If I would just sit there and take a deep breath and or maybe go to the restroom for a minute or excuse myself from the living room or whatever and just say, you know, God, I just need your help through this moment because I, I do want to enjoy this. I do want to make continued new memories. I do want to just really be um, present um, since my family is all together. That is a, that's a victory, even in that moment. It doesn't have to be the whole day. And so also my parents are going through a lot of time where they are just really, really sick. They're both 80. They live in Scottsdale and they live in Amarillo, Texas. And so um, those things were weighing and pressing hard on me. So it kind of just complicates the amount of intensity that's already going on in my mind. But again, when I was around my family and everything, I just tried to just breathe through it and just tell them maybe what was going on in my mind or the pressure maybe that I was experiencing around food, and not make it about me, but just let them know, hey, you know, this I'm doing my best. I'm absolutely doing my best here. And you know what? That's always enough for them. Yeah. Um, so I'm really thankful. So there were good times, and there were victories, and also it can be exhausting at the same time. So I don't know how all of those things can coexist, but they do. <laughs> Well, and I think so, sometimes you know, one of the things that can make it so challenging is that we set such high expectations sure. that we it's really hard to live up. The, the, the moment's really hard to live up to those expectations. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's been really important. And I think we, we did a better job of that this year is being in the moment and not trying to force an expectation upon a gathering, upon a, a certain day, right. but also to to give us, to give you, to give space, to give freedom. And, and through that then, like I think it's so important for people to hear what you're saying is that you were able to, to really apply some of the probably techniques you've learned through therapy and different things to where even if you felt anxiety building or, or if you began to feel that, that just for lack of a better word, kind of swallowing up or drowning in, in, in the depression and sadness, you were able, like you said, to take a take a moment, take a breath, take step away, and to to deal with that. And also, you you stay connected to your therapist. Yeah, you stay connected in your recovery. And I think that's so important when we come to holidays. A lot of people, because there are vacations, there are time off that people take. Is that um, 
you can feel like, okay, I can disconnect from my recovery Mm -hmm. for a few weeks here because it's the holidays and everything's going to be okay. And then all of a sudden, there's some crashes that happen in there. I think staying connected, whether it be to your treatment team, to your therapy, certainly staying committed to your medicine regimen, which is something that, that you're very faithful to do. Those things are all critically important. And I could see, I just want to thank you for commitment to all those things, Stacey, because I do think, not that we have to grade, oh, this was a great holiday season or a bad holiday season, but but it is a blessing to others around you because you are able to also enjoy. And, and, and like you said, I mean, that, that's the right way to say it, be in the moment. Yeah. And that was so important. Well, and too, when Doug says, you know, that sometimes we would just like kind of make room for more space or different things like that and a break from everything. That means this is what that looks like. Me sitting between my daughters with them, us locked arms, perhaps watching a funny movie. So that's just how much space I need. (laughs) Sure. None. But then sometimes I did need to just take a breath and go in and, you know, get some cereal or some diet Coke or something like that and just go, okay, I know I'm starting to kind of fade or get down right now, but, um, it's going to be okay. Even if they see tears, even if they see something on my face, that's not just a, a free smile or anything like that, that, that it's okay, that it's okay. And that in those moments, I'm okay. Well, now you've asked me a couple of things. I was going to just ask you, Doug, something that I think that the listeners would really benefit from if you are new to listening, or if you've been with us all along. And that is if you could pick one or two episodes for people to go back and listen to from 2022, which two would you choose for them? What do you think are top on your list? You know, this is a hard question. Although we wrote this question and we knew we were (laughs) going to ask each other this question. It's a hard question because so many of the people we do talk to and we get to interview are friends Mm -hmm. and, and we've been connected to them through uh, different recovery, through different uh, just networking within the mental health treatment world uh, of, of Oklahoma City and greater Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. So so there's a lot of great content. And, uh, hey, we would love for you to go back to, and listen to every episode right. from last year if Make you haven't yet. Because I do think we we had a, uh, we really strive to produce a wide variety, maybe our widest variety of content, but also to really touch and meet some needs. But I would say several. Um, there was one, Stacy that we recorded last spring, yeah. and it's yeah. episode 29. Mm-hmm. And the title of that episode is Loving Jesus and Living with Mental Illness. And it's actually had some of the most downloads of any episode we've produced to date in the history of the podcast. Right. Partly because I think it's such an interesting topic. Mm. If a person is striving you know, to, to follow Christ, if they are in a church or even outside of a church, you know, that's a real challenge. I think there's so many just kind of misconceptions and so many different things that people are messages that people receive about what does that look like? You know, we, we often say, well, you know, there's those spiritual solutions out there. Just, you know, read your Bible more, uh, be more connected to a small group, um, you know, attend church more, pray more, all those different things that are just these very, fl- you know, not uh, flippant's the right word, but very just short, kind of like, hey, these are the solutions to what you're going through. And I think a lot of people can feel a lot of either guilt or pressure around I've done that, or I've tried that, and it doesn't work. Well, it may not be the full solution, but if you are struggling with anything, don't let those things go. Sure. You oh, know, yeah. I would say those 
those things in with professional help or tools that you need to get and techniques and all those things. Do those with that. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I totally And do. I think that, that that's the that was the, the, the heartbeat of that that episode. Yeah. Was really what's that balance? I mean, certainly mm-hmm. we're people of faith and mm-hmm. I think our, our our trust in Jesus has been at the center of our life and he has deepened that beyond our ever ex- expectation through the mental health journey, through the mental illness journey. Mm-hmm. So I think that that was something that I would encourage because I think, Stacy, one of the things you did was really that was me asking you a lot of questions. Right. But you were very vulnerable, very authentic about, hey, here's what this looks like. Here's where the struggles are. You know, one of the questions we asked is, how do you find anxiety or joy when you're struggling with depression? How do you experience peace when you wrestle with clinical anxiety? Um, all those different kinds of things that really are, are I think, are, are challenges. And I think particularly for people maybe in a church setting, inadvertently you can feel a lot of guilt over. Mm-hmm. And, and there's some conflict around that. Well, what is, what is the right solution? Is it okay to take medicine? Uh, where does professional counseling and therapy fit in? Mm-hmm. How, do, how, does I, how do I blend that in? And one of the things, I think one of the, the best examples maybe is that, you know, if, if someone were having a, a health battle in some other way, maybe it was a heart issue or some other illness they were they were battling, I think we would certainly uh, you know, look to them and encourage them to seek professional medical help. If, if you take medicine, take medicine. If there's a surgery, you need to get a surgery. Whatever it may be, if there's physical therapy, get physical therapy. And, yet we, but, and then we would understand certainly that um, the faithfulness of God is very close and real and present through all of that. We would expect someone and hope and, and encourage someone to, to, to experience that. And we would even see maybe how, how God is deepening their faith and their trust through that illness, that suffering, that, that physical medical challenge they're going through. At the same time, we often don't apply that to mental illness. But yet, Stacy, we can see how certainly you've, you've sought professional help and professional counseling, and that's been a critical part of your journey. You, you, like you said earlier, you take medicine. At the same time, if you listen to this podcast, you'll hear, hopefully throughout every episode, our story, telling God's story of his faithfulness to us and through his love, through his grace, through his power, all those things to bring us through. And that's why I would encourage people to go back and listen to that episode because that's the focus, that's the heartbeat. We're actually going to dive into that again later this spring, maybe with a panel discussion and, and pulling in some guests to really talk through that and just what does that look like. But, but I think, Stacy, that was something you did a great job with. The other episode I'd, I'd mention is looking at the fall is because it's an episode that a lot, we, we just not heard a lot of podcast content around this was an episode called The Cutting Truth. And it was a right. look at self-harm. And we brought a friend on to join us. She's a professional therapist and counselor, Deanna James. She really brought a lot of that professional insight and some great information, particularly for, for those that do struggle, but also for their parents or their loved ones. But Stacey, you were also able to blend in really your personal experience and journey through self-harm. Right. So that episode was really me more of a double interview. I was interviewing both of you and Deanna and I think probably because I would just recommend that one because it was so unique. And, and also, again, 
It took a lot of vulnerability. We had we had, had that on our schedule and mm. agenda for two years right. to record, mm. and we, we hadn't recorded it. And, and we wanted to do it last fall, and, and we went through with doing it. But I know if there was ever an episode, I would say you were completely exhausted after the recording mm-hmm. session. Yeah. After doing 40-plus of these now, mm-hmm. that was maybe – I could just see you were the most drained yeah. because – that was, it was really hard to talk about. It was really difficult, but yet I think it was so important. And so that was episode 38, The Cutting Truth. And we'd love for you to go back and check that one out. Everybody's experience is so different that when you share your experience or when you seek help for your experience, that there's absolutely room for you to tell what's going on and it not have to look like a textbook. So, so anyway, that one I felt like was extremely hard only to the one that we're going to do about borderline personality disorder, which is to come still. We're just, we're just going to keep going and keep doing this. And um, I'm just thankful that we have a lot that we would want you to go back and listen to. Just thankful we get to keep doing the podcast thing. What's one, Stacy? you would say? What's an episode you'd encourage people to go back and listen to? I think the one with Sam and Chrissy Dallas. Uh, it was episode 30 and 31. Sam and Chrissy are friends of ours for a long time now. They've been close with our kids. They have kids of their own now. Um, We've been in the ministry with them, and just they've just seen us through a lot, and we've gotten to um, encourage them through some times. And Sam is has actually got his doctorate, and he is uh, just excellent, excellent with students. Just meeting them right where they are. And as parents, as as people who um, have influence in anybody's life that is a teen, you need to listen to this one. It's, again, episode 30 and 31. Chrissy is an author. She exactly knows how to tap into what will interest kids. She's just an awesome fiction um, writer and author. So just taking their two perspectives and all of the studies they've done about kids um, and teens, but also the amount of time that they have worked directly with these um, these ages. Gosh, it's just evident. And the information that they shared, whether you've got someone in your life that's 6th through 12th grade or not, I'm telling you, it's just great information. More than likely you do, if you're listening to this podcast, more than likely you do have somebody that you're able to pour into or influence in those ages. And and I wish I would have known these things a long time ago. It's never too early to talk about mental health. You don't have to talk about mental illness, but mental health and um, the benefits of that within the four walls of your house. So I want you to go back and listen to that one with Sam and Christy Dallas. That's my main one, I would say. I love the resilience one. Please listen to that one if you also could. That It's called Resilient, and it's just one of my favorites. So those two would be my top two. Yeah. Well, in the, in the episodes, it was a, it was a two-part episode. Mm-hmm. We broke it in half with Sam and Chrissy called the Youth Mental Health Crisis. Right. All right, Stacy. last question. Yeah. I don't know if we did five. We're doing four maybe, but four or five questions here. Last question. It is, what is a hope for you for 2023? I keep it real simple. I do because I want to celebrate the small because for those who may be struggling in any way right now, the small may feel like it's absolutely monumental. (laughs) So I don't want to assume it has to be something so grandiose to count. And so I want to really focus on 
just taking, continuing to take one day at a time. Some days it's one moment at a time. I really need to be focusing on my recovery for anorexia. I'm struggling with that lately for a little while now. It's kind of gotten really hard, um, harder than, than usual, and I need to be doing that. I'm, of course, seeing my nutritionist. I'm doing all the things that I need to be doing, but it's just been, it's just been really heavy lately. Also, uh, I just really want to take one meal, one snack at a time on that. I want to just keep showing up. Um, for many years, I didn't. And that isolating, ah, it's so mean. It's so, it's just enticing. If I don't show up, I don't mess up. If I don't show up, you know, I don't regret things. But what I've found is, is that if I ask God to keep people in my life, that will um, be there for me when I do mess up and support me when that does happen, because it's going to happen. It's going to happen with them as well. Just the payback maybe isn't as harsh that I need to just keep doing that. And that is hard. And for me right now, comparison, and I don't know about you, but comparison is equal to, I mean, it's just deadly right now in my life. I just, I need to just stay focused on what God's called me to do, what he's called our family to do, and just continue to be thankful for what that looks like. I, I just really feel like with social media, that can really dig you deep. I just feel like sometimes I can just get a little off my game and start looking at that. And that is just not cool with me. And maybe for you, maybe it's not a big deal. But I, I, I'm not saying I'm going off of social media. I'm just not going to be able to just uh, not be as disciplined as I usually have been in the past. And I need to stay focused and not compare on any level because I just need to celebrate. You know what? I'm here for another day, and that is a huge accomplishment right now. Yeah, that's good, Stace. That social media thing is so hard for so many people, mm-hmm. and I think as you go back, even it's it's a it's a big chunk of some of those episodes we did talking about mm-hmm. uh, you know mental health for teenagers, um, all those different facets. It's really a challenge. Yeah, and it doesn't even have to be. Um, social media, but it can be a conversation you have with somebody that goes well to them, but that doesn't go well to you. Just, you know, staying focused on what God has got for you is so, so important. And I'm going to try to do that. I'm not good at that. (laughs) If you're like me in that, maybe we could journey that together. So, yeah. Well, I have a hope. It's not the only hope I have for this year, but I know um, something I, again, you talk about disciplines that you need to apply. Certainly, I have disciplines in my life I need to to work on and apply. But one thing that I'm hopeful for is to do some writing of our story. And I, I've had yeah. that ambition for a lot of years and a long time. And I, I think as I look ahead to this new year, that's a hope that I have, that I can get that down on paper and, and we'll see where it's used. Right. Again, um, it's not about the many, it's about the one. And so we want to make sure we're helping the one. And I want to write our story as best as I can, telling authentically even if it's just for one person. But if we know it's going to help one, it's definitely worth it. I just think your perspective is so, so important, Doug, as we have so many people that are listening that can't get the person in their life who is really suffering to listen to something, not just ours or in, just to anything. They are just scrambling, going, how can I be in this person's life and not drown with them? Yeah. And I feel like you have a lot of those experiences to share because Every day of our marriage, I've had mental illness. There's never been a 
a time where I haven't. Um, that was part of what you knew you were marrying into, even though it looks different now because of God's healing and, and continued healing. It, I really feel like your perspective is needed, and the sooner the better. <laughs> but one of the best analogies I've heard, have been able to use, is that there's many times, and I don't want to discourage anyone listening to feel like somehow we've had this whole thing figured out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I say an mm-hmm. overall theme of our story, of my story, that if I do get a chance to write it, I would want this to come through, is that at some of the darkest moments for you, Stacy, of your life, I felt like the guy on the beach watching his wife drowning in the ocean, and I didn't have a life preserver to throw you. I didn't know how to swim in those waters. Mm-hmm. And, and that feeling of just helplessness and really not knowing where to turn. And, and I do want to say that if you felt like that, there is help out there. And two, I can say God met us there in that story. And it was at those moments that I can look back and see where God met us and, and just how powerful that's been in our lives. That's right. Well, as we look ahead, we, as we, we've referenced several times throughout uh, just answering these questions and, and some of our, our sharing, just an overview of what Speak Out Loud is. We've mentioned a few of the things that are coming up this spring as we look ahead to the Speak Out Loud podcast. And as we've been building out this, uh, this schedule, We've got a lot we can't wait to share with you. Right. Stacy mentioned a minute ago about an episode she's going to be doing here in a couple of weeks on borderline personality disorder. And again, when we look at that idea of, hey, we want to provide resources that we haven't had. I can tell you this is a resource that, that we haven't had before, we didn't know a lot about. This is a diagnosis Stacy's had. And one of the ways we're going to tackle this is we're going to have Phoebe Barron Many of you may know Phoebe because she's been a guest on our podcast several times before. She's a counselor, a therapist, an LPC here in the greater Oklahoma City area. She's actually going to come. And we had this, we had this idea uh, several months ago uh, in the pre-discussion of the last time we interviewed Phoebe. And Phoebe said, you know, I ought to interview you, Stacy, about borderline personality disorder. So that's going to be coming up as an episode this spring. Phoebe's going to interview Stacy. Instead of us interviewing her, and there's going to be a great discussion, I think, around around this topic that, as you said, there's a lot of confusion around it. It's It's got a lot of ties to, to trauma mm-hmm. and the impacts of trauma. Right. And I think there are a lot of people that suffer and struggle through this issue that either may not be aware or may not even know, where do I turn for help and, and where's hope in this? And so I think you're going to really enjoy, not I mean, enjoy is not the right word, you're going to really appreciate, and I think this will be a really helpful episode. I hope so. It's my one thing that I don't really talk about, but we are getting more and more questions about it, more and more comments, more confusion around it, and so I just we've just been praying about it, and we have a really big piece about diving into it and that it will be beneficial. So yeah, that's kind of what we're going to aim for on that one. And we had several episodes last year, particularly last fall, which had a lot of focus around family, and particularly parents, supporting and encouraging maybe a child of any age. Could be a teen, could be a younger child, a young adult child struggling with mental illness. And we know that that met a need because those episodes have been some of our most listened to episodes of last year. Mm-hmm. And so we've decided we want to keep that theme several times a year mixed into our content right. is to have information and content to try to help parents, to help those 
who, uh, who may have a loved one, a child struggling mm-hmm. with mental illness. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to have an episode particularly around that topic, but particularly focused on parents and loved ones of, of those struggling with eating disorders. And that'll be coming up pretty soon this spring. You know, we, did a, we did an episode early on in the podcast, really doing a deep dive into what a battle with depression looks like. Mm-hmm. And we felt like it's time to, to recircle and talk about that again. You've already come up with, with a title for that episode called Straight Up Depression. And I think you have a way of being honest and really helping others understand what does that look like. So I think for me, the challenge often is any of us, I can only interpret the world and I can maybe even try to interpret what you're going through, but through my prism of how I see things and how I, how I, how I kind of experience things. And if, I've, if you've not been one before that's experienced depression, it's so easy to look at someone that's in that battle. And, and, I, and I can't say, Stacey, I can't fully understand what you go through. But at the same time, I can, I can have greater compassion, greater empathy, and, and provide you greater support. Right. And I think so often people that have been in my role can say things, well, you know, just, just get over it. Or I still am guilty of this. Let me just try to reason you out of this, even though we know mental illness really is not a reasonable thing. So we want to do another deep dive into the topic of depression it's really, Stacey, give you an opportunity to talk about that because I think you have such a great way, tremendous way of helping others to understand what it is that it looks like and even providing some help and encouragement to those who love someone battling depression. And I'm really excited to, Stacey, to get to interview a special guest right. coming up here in a few weeks. This will be an episode. It's my first time to do a solo episode. <laughs> Stacey, you've done a few solo episodes as the interviewer. This will be my first chance to do that. And I'm going to be talking to a special guest uh, that's part of the Wild at Heart ministry based out of Colorado Springs. He's an author. He has a book out called Becoming a King. His name is Morgan Snyder. Really, I've really been blessed by reading his book, listening to his podcast, and I just reached out because he does have some similar experience and a story that I just really connected with. And I reached out and said, hey, I'd love for you to come on and, and be willing to share that with us. And he's agreed to do that. So here in a few weeks, we'll be doing that interview and have that content available to you maybe later in February. But uh, while it's going to be specifically geared maybe towards towards men and the struggle they go through with mental health, but also how they can maybe support, better support a loved one and bring, just as he, he often says, they bring his strength to bring life to that area. Um that's something that I'm really excited to get to share and right. ask him a lot of questions about. So that'll be coming up, and uh, we can't wait for that. And like we said then, finally, later in the spring, as we've mapped out the spring schedule so far, we're going to do a deep dive, several episodes. We have some special guests. We maybe, uh, we'll maybe we have a panel discussion. Stacy and I will share our experience. But focusing in on what does it look like to follow Jesus, to strive to live for him, to be a part of his family, his body, and the church, but yet also battle mental illness. And we know that's an experience for many. And, and many times church can be a place where that topic is maybe not addressed. There's not an openness to it necessarily. And sometimes it can feel hopeless and helpless. And so we want to pull different perspectives, different friends, different contacts in to join us in that discussion and, and hopefully to bring some light, some hope, some help for those that struggle. I wanted just to kind of give you a little uh, teaser about that one. I look forward to it, but it also is very complicated in some ways because what we don't want to do is confuse you. And so we've got experienced people coming on to share the share the mic with us on that. Um, one of the things that I think you will be relieved about 
one of the main topics of it is that God is not disappointed in you, no matter where you may be on your journey. So just know that coming in to listen to that, that that is not going to be something that you will hear or that you will find fear or disappointment in. And we are so thankful to be able to tell you that because of the truth in God's word about you and about me. Well, hey, everybody, as we wrap up today, we just are so thankful for you. Thank you for joining us again as we kick off 2023 with the Speak Out Loud podcast. Right, right. Uh, we can't wait for you to go on this journey with you. We hope you'll stay with us throughout the year and as we strive to bring you content that that, that accomplishes our mission to bring right. hope and encouragement for those who struggle with mental health mm-hmm. and for those who love and support them. Several ways you can connect with us. You can check out our website, which is speakoutloud.me, the letters M-E. Some great resources there. We had a new website that went live last year, and we really wanted it to be a one-stop shop for all things Speak Out Loud. Right. And yeah. we had a great designer that helped us put that together. So we think you'll find access to all things Speak Out Loud, whether it be Stacy's book, the written version, the audio version of You Are Worth Saving, Letters of Hope from a Desperate Heart, how to connect if you're looking maybe to, to invite Stacy or myself even to come be a speaker for your event, to your church, to a specific group on your campus possibly. Other ways you can connect with us. And uh, also, we invite you to check, connect with us through Instagram and those social media sites. We've, we've been doing a lot of things on Instagram lately. So not only is it just a way to promote the, the podcast or other resources we have, but really looking at using that as a way, to hopefully, to, to bring hope and encouragement. Stacy's been doing some videos on there, and I think you'll be really encouraged by those. Yeah, go back and look at those if you would. Um, there's only four but they're short, but yet we pray that they are impactful. God gives me the words to say, and um, then we give them to our social media partner, and uh, she um, just creates um, really beautiful things with those. And so I, I hope you'll go look back at those, and also if you'll leave a comment about those, that way we know if those are meaningful to you, if those are affecting you. So the more comments, the more sharing, the more following All the things, just like you would on anything else, that helps encourage us, but it also helps get the word out far more than Doug and I can, just he and I. Well, do that, and that'd be great. And uh, if you'd like to learn more about Stacy, how to get hold of her book, to get some hold of some of her resources, again, You Are Worth Saving, it's available on Amazon. You can find it there. We'd love for you to check that out. And we just appreciate you listening. Yes, we do. And we are really thankful that you're a part of this journey with us on the Speak Out Loud podcast. We're going to be striving to do our best this year to bring you relevant content and and things that just are meaningful and helpful to you as, as you walk your journey through mental health and mental illness. It's a privilege to get to have you along. Thanks, y'all. Until next time, we're out for the Speak Out Loud podcast, and we'll talk to you soon. (laughs)